Hi, Darius. Welcome to the Drinks and Diligent podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Pretty great myself. So, guys, today I have R&B sensation Darius James joining me. It is such a pleasure. His new EP is coming out tomorrow, Life As We Know It. So, Darius, tell me something. Tell me about how you got started in the music industry. Yeah, so and I'll first of all, thank you for um, having me. Um, but yeah, so I basically started, um, I didn't really have a choice. It really wasn't ever like a starting point. It just kind of always was there. Um, my dad, he, uh, him and my mom both met in church singing on different choirs. Um, so like I always grew up in church, like around instruments. Um, I got my first drum set when I was like two. Um, so I grew up playing drums, um, and a little keys and bass. Um, and then that kind of turned into like my dad had like this motif keyboard at the house and uh, like I would sit and make beats on it when I was like 10 or 11. Um, and so that's kind of where like the love for it started. Um, but, you know, around high school, I put it down and, and just played basketball. And then around my senior year is when I realized that like music is what I wanted to do for real. So I've been doing it like seriously now for about five years. But, you know, I've kind of always been wrapped in music. Wow, I love that. I love that. What is your creative process like? Yeah, so, yeah, so um, I, normally I normally start, start like, like with, with the beat itself. So, 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 so I'm a bit like, 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 so for me, um, um, I listen to the beat, the beat, the melodies, and melodies, and instruments, and then. You know, depending on the vibe, I can call words and melodies from these beats. Um, or, you know, you know, I've already written down, but most of the time I just end up like kind of writing based on what I feel and hear from the beat itself. Um, so like as a process, I would say like listening to beats um, and then kind of coming up with melodies and then plugging words into those melodies. I can hear that on your EP. So on my ride, you know, I just got off the plane a little while ago on my ride and I was listening to a few of the songs that on your upcoming album, Life As We Know It. Tell me about the project. Like, how do you develop it? The songs are super emotional. Like, you, you, sound, you sound like a lover's man, like a ladies' man over there. You probably went through a lot of um, <laughs> relationship stuff. Like, so tell me a little bit about this project, Life As We Know It. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, so I'm definitely a, um, you know, R&B. Like, just, I listen to love songs all the time. That's kind of just who I've always been, but... Um, the project started out with me, um, my managers, and a couple of my friends in a B&B in Atlanta. And it was, I was in the middle of a relationship um, that was like going well, but it also kind of just felt like something was missing. So it was just like kind of a lot of anxiety and stress, like just about life. And I don't really do well with like explaining how I feel or like 
you know, like really letting people know how I feel. I internalize a lot. So they sat me in front of a camera and literally just told me to talk about how I felt. And it was like the most awkward situation I've ever been in because I started kind of like laughing and just like making jokes about it. But in reality, it was kind of just me like deflecting on really on what I really was feeling. Um, and so like we just sat down and that was the first time that I had really been vulnerable um, not only, you know, like being honest with myself, but being comfortable enough to put that in my music. Um, because before that I was just doing kind of a lot of like happy and like good vibe stuff, but that really wasn't how I was feeling in the inside. So, um, that's kind of like how this, how the project started. Um, as far as the concept of life, as we know it, the concept is, you know, the goal is for every, everybody who listens to have a different perspective based on the experiences and the things that they've been through. So, it's called life as we know it, not life as Darius James knows it, because I want, you know, you to be able to listen to it. And based on the things that you've been through, you may hear, you know, empty or you may hear by my side and have a completely different emotional response than I did when I was creating it. Um, so that's what it's about is just like, you know, the people and, and everybody who's listening to just start being in tune with like who you are and the things that you go through. Um, and, you know, I think it's, it's going to draw a lot of good conversations based on what people are going through and their own experiences. And that's what I want from it. Like I want it to everybody's perspective. I want you to, to internalize the project, how you would just because of the things that you've been through. So I would say that's kind of like the concept slash how it was created. That's super dope, Darius. I can hear that in your music. One of my favorite tracks is Never Too Old. Um, that's that's my joint right now. But yeah, okay, so with yeah. you, you know, being this R&B sensation, recently Timbaland has been giving you praises. How do you feel about that? Because Timbaland is one of the greatest producers in the industry right now. What do you think? How do you feel? Uh, yeah, no, nah, that, that was crazy. It's, um, so like... I was, I was, uh, I posted the video. So the inspiration from the video is like all like real life experiences. Like I ended up, you know, like meeting with this girl. I had a really great time and I came home and I was like, I gotta, I gotta write. So like I wrote to one of his, to one of his beats that he posted on Instagram and I finished it. I think I stayed up to like four or five o'clock that night and I had to wake up at nine so I could get ready and be at work by 12 and got to work and um like i remember right before i got to work i posted it and i just kind of left my phone i didn't check anything i just like went to work and uh like a couple hours went by and nothing happened so i was kind of getting discouraged but then like i don't know where i saw him like it so i'm like checking i'm like okay cool and then like 10 minutes go by and nothing happened so i'm like dang like okay you know it's cool that he liked it but like i was hoping like he would really like be rocking with it so like 15 minutes goes by and I see like he followed me and then like five minutes goes by and I saw like you have been mentioned in Timberland's post and I just like started going crazy like at work I was showing my boss showing customers showing everybody um so it was a dope experience he actually like reached out to me and we had some like personal conversations um and you know it was just encouraging to like know that somebody that I grew up listening to was rocking with my sound and my music do you think there can be a possible collaboration between you and Timbaland? When he reached out to you, did you pitch that to him? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say too much about it, but it's definitely some stuff that got worked on. Um, a lot of people were asking for like the full version of the song that I that I had uh, or the video that I had reposted. So, uh, you know, we definitely got some things in the works and hopefully hopefully the world can hear it one day. Definitely looking forward to that. Darius and Timbaland, that's going to be a hit for sure. You got a deal with Dix. Okay, Dix is like the sporting goods for anyone who doesn't know what Dix is. Um, tell me a little about that collaboration with Dix. Yeah, so I started working with Dick Sporting Goods when I was like 19. Um, I just started as kind of a regular associate. And like, I'm the type of person, like, I'm going to do what I'm asked to do. Like, I always showed up on time. Like, I just tried to learn as much as possible. Um, and so my first store manager, who was like a mentor to me, like even outside of work now, um, kind of just showed me everything he knew. Um, I ended up getting promoted super fast. Um, and like throughout this time, like I was still like, I was at the point where like I would say like I wouldn't consider myself an artist. I would say like, you know, I'm trying to be an artist. I want to be an artist. I didn't really have too much like confidence in everything that I was doing. I was just like people were telling me I was good, but like I didn't really feel like that. So, like, I really didn't really tell anybody I did music. And then, like, some people slowly started to find out and, like, find my stuff. Um, and so I was actually um, I was actually on, a con- like, a conference call one day. Um, this is after I had been promoted to, like, assistant store manager. And um, they were, like, telling us to go around the room, and we were introducing ourselves. And when I introduced myself, one of my things was how I had a song that had just hit 100,000 plays on Spotify. And this was last year. Um, and so I ended up like checking my email afterwards and the, the lady who was running it, like DM me or like she emailed me and was like, Hey, like I listened to your song. I really like it. I want to put you in contact with some people. Um, and so we initially pitched, um, keep on running, which is like my top song right now. Um, but there was some issues with like licensing and stuff. So we weren't able to do it. But this year after by my side came out as a single, um, I just wrote through it and was like, Hey, like, I don't know if you guys remember me, but like, I want to, I want to try to see what we can do with this song. And they ended up liking it, um, and rocking with it. So, you know, sometime very, very soon, you will be able to walk into any Dick Sporting Goods and hear by my side playing on the radio. Congratulations to that. That's so dope. You went like a, a regular store employee, right? That's always like a good come up story. Went from yeah, working yeah. in the store and then now you have a partnership with the brand. Which other companies right. would you like to like partner up with when it comes to just your music, your personal style? What other brands would you like to collab with? Um, I'm, I'm a very like sports oriented person. Um, so like, I would love to do something like, I would love to hear my, my music on 2K, um, like on Madden. Um, I would love to hear it like, and the finals, commercials, like anything like that, sports related, I would love. Um, I like, you know, like places like Urban Outfitters, um, like just shops like that that are that are dope spots. Like, I would love to hear my music in places like that. I could definitely see that for sure. But yes, because your music is super clean. Is it because you grew up as a pastor's kid? Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question. So. We, um, you know, growing up, like, and when I first started making music, I kind of just always assumed that I was supposed to put out a certain type of music based on, like, who my parents were and what I thought was right and wrong. 
Um, but you know, like here recently, especially within the last year, I've I've grown a lot within myself. Um, you know, my spirituality, you know, my relationship with my parents, everything has just grown. And so, you know, I was I, I'm blessed to have the parents that I have because even though they, you know, are pastors, like they never really forced anything on us. My dad always like encouraged us to ask questions and like he just always kind of let us figure out our own way. And so, you know, I had a conversation with my pops like a couple months ago and I was just telling him like, you know, I see my music going in a more like secular direction. Uh, you know, there's going to be times that I have songs that are explicit and, you know, I, I wasn't really asking for his permission, but like me and my dad have such a great relationship that I kind of just wanted to like have his blessing is like, you know, like we still support you. So it was dope that it got to that point. But yeah, I'm definitely like not always going to continue to put out clean music. I will have clean songs. Um, but, you know, my music is the way that I like release how I feel. It's the way that I experience life. Um, it's a like direct reflection of that. So for me to water it down um, because I want to stay clean or because, you know, I, I think that people have these impressions of me um, is like not only disservicing me, but like it, it's taken away from the art itself. Um, and that's like potentially opportunities that people can relate to it. Um, so, you know, I, I'm very intentional now about, you know, creating from a raw perspective and not really worrying about filtering anything. And then, you know, if we listen to it and we're like, okay, we can kind of scale this back a little bit, then that'll be a conversation. But as of right now, I'm just focused on making the, the purest content and um, being as vulnerable as possible. Thank you for that. Um, what and who has inspired you to just create music, just to be a part of this world, especially R&B? I think you cut yourself off in that last part. Who and what inspired you to do music, especially in the world of R&B? Because, you know, you know, in our community, it's more focused a lot on the rap and hip hop right, right now. Right, right. So why that lane? Why did Darius pick R&B and who inspired you to do music? Um, so, yeah, again, I think, you know, the inspiration, like the the uh, who inspired me first is like definitely my pops. Like my pops plays piano, organ, like he can kind of pick up any instrument and play it. Um, so definitely, like I have to say, it comes from him at first. Um, but, you know, as far as like the R&B thing, I actually think that like because I grew up listening to gospel um, and how like closely tied together gospel and R&B are like you can you can, you know, substitute the word Jesus for the word baby and like turn it into an R&B song. So it's like because like those two things are so close together, I think because I grew up listening to gospel. I automatically, like when I started listening to secular music, gravitated towards R&B because it sounded the most similar. Um, it was the same, you know, soulfulness. It was the same runs and melodies and whatever, but it was just talking about like real life situations. So um, I, I think that's what, it, it was never really like a choice for me. Like I can rap, um, but I'm not that, I'm not a trapper. I'm not that type of person that's like, you know, talking about whatever, like I, like you said at the beginning, like I'm kind of, I'm a lover boy. So like, I'm always talking about some girl or like, you know, just being, feeling the type of way or whatever. So I, I never really tried to step outside of that. That's good. You already knew your lane from the beginning. I love that. Yeah. So can you describe a lesson that you learned, you know, being an independent artist? 
Uh, uh, the biggest lesson I think is, is coming right now. Um, you know, this is, like I said, it's, this is the first project that I've ever put out that is like actually come with, you know, a rollout and everything that comes behind making music for the longest I thought being an artist was just making music and putting it out. But like making music is like, for me, the most fun part, but it's like only 10% of what it takes to be an artist. So I think the most valuable lesson I'm learning right now is like, this is a more than full-time job. Um, you know, there's times where I know I got to be up at five so I can be at work at seven and I got to choose whether I want to get five hours of sleep or whether I want to get two hours of sleep and finish a video so I can post it the next day. So it's like, it's an everyday choice to, you know, do something more to create something different. Um, so, you know, just realizing how intense it is and how much it really takes, um, and just applying even that much more energy towards it. If you can leave one piece of advice to indie artists and your fans, what would it be? Um, it, everybody says it, but like really staying true to yourself. Um, there's a lot of times that I contemplated switching up my sound. Um, there was a lot of times that like I would compare myself to stuff that was popping already um, or things that everybody else was already listening to. Um, and it, it's funny, like how being unique, like at the time, like before you blow up, doesn't really feel that great. It feels like you're like you don't have what you're supposed to have. Um, but like that feeling of feeling like there's nobody doing what you're doing is like what you have to turn into realizing like that's your superpowers. Like, you know, if nobody if nobody's music sounds like mine, like that's perfect. Like that's not an opportunity to be discouraged, but like an opportunity to like really realize that you have something to offer that that the music in the world is missing. Um, so I would say like be confident in the things that make you different um, and don't try to conform to whatever's going on because that's ultimately going to take away from you as a person and as an artist. I'm a true believer of that as well. Before we get off, Darius, okay, so my podcast is called Drinks with Dungeon, right? Usually if we were in person, I would have made you a cocktail by now and we'll probably be yeah. Right, <laughs> but that's gonna happen. Make sure I set that up with your publicist one of these days. But um, what is your favorite drink? Like, if you were a cocktail, what would you be? Before we get off, what cocktail would Darius James be? Yeah, so you you gotta remember, I'm I'm a um I I didn't get into a lot of of anything until I until you know the last couple of years. So I haven't had a ton of different drinks, but right now I would say. The, the favorite one I had was like this Kentucky lemonade. It was like a, like a lemonade with, I think, bourbon in it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah that was fire. Definitely. Yeah, that was fire. Okay, cool. So you're a bourbon and whiskey guy. Okay, cool. That's, that's definitely yeah. some smooth type of drinking that you had. I know you just started, so it's okay. I'll double back <laughs> with you in a couple, a couple of months when you start hitting the road doing like your tours and stuff. It's going to get a little bit different for you. But thank you. Yeah, so listen, much. I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta come sit down with you. You gotta, you gotta put me onto some new drinks. Yeah, no, definitely. We're gonna have like a whole <laughs> thing, and I'll make like four different drinks, and then you could try them all, and then you can tell like yeah. your, which is the best one. Like I learned how to become a mixologist during the pandemic because I was like bored at home, and I and I love to entertain. And I decided, yeah. you know, why don't I just make my house the girls' lounge where everybody can come over every single week. I'll cook. I'll have different cocktails for everyone to try. And it was it was actually really good. It's fun. And 
I, I did want to dabble in bartending some of my friends' bars sometime when I'm like in the area, especially when I'm in ATL and New York City. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. We're, I'm definitely going to set that up with your publicist so you can definitely taste some of my cocktails. Let's do it. That's fine. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Darius EP is out tomorrow. Make sure you guys are following him on all social media platforms. The EP is super dope. I can't wait. I already pre-saved already. So I'm just I'm just waiting for tomorrow morning. As 12 o'clock hits, I'll have it loaded onto my computer, my iPad, and my phone. Thank you so much again, Bye. Darius. Have thank a you for having weekend. me. Yes, thank you so much. Bye, guys. Uh.